This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. All right, what's up, everybody? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. Welcome to another week here on the Learn Jazz Standards podcast. This week, I'm answering your jazz and music-related questions here on the show to help you learn jazz, to help you feel more confident improvising, and to have more fun than ever playing your instrument. That's what it's all about, my friends. Today, we have an excellent question from Mark Rush. Let's give it a listen. What are your recommendations for reharmonizing songs? Thank you. All right, Mark, great question. Reharmonization is actually kind of a sexy topic. I know this because I made a YouTube video about it once, and uh, that YouTube video became very successful. So if you ever type in reharmonize jazz standards or how to reharmonize songs, you'll probably find it on YouTube. So that might be an extra resource to check out after this episode. So let's just do a little crash crash course, I guess is what I'm trying to say, on reharmonization. What is reharmonization? So reharmonization is when you take a melody, an existing melody, and you change the chords underneath it, right? So for example, let's say we have the tune Autumn Leaves, right? That's the first four bars, right, of Autumn Leaves, which is C minor 7, F7, B flat major 7, E flat major 7, right? And the melody, of course, is... Very simple. Now, reharmonization, again, to repeat myself, is simply keeping that existing melody in place, but changing what the chords are, whether it be a few chords or entirely. Reharmonization also can include adding more chords as well. We're reharmonizing, rethinking the way the harmony of the song actually works. So, with that being said, I want to go over some different reharmonization strategies that will at least help you get started with doing this. So the very first concept is called tritone substitution, okay? Probably the most basic type of reharmonization out there. So tritone substitution is this in concept. If you have, for example, a dominant seventh chord, right? So let's just say we're doing the F7 to the B flat major seven. That F7, if we want to think about what is the tritone substitution of that F7-5 chord, we would think, what is a tritone interval away from F? Well, a tritone interval from F is B natural. So tritone substitution says we can play another dominant seventh chord, a tritone sub sub away, a tritone interval away from the original chord. So in this case, instead of F7, we could play a B7 instead, right? So Again, now we have this situation we're going, right? 
so instead of that F7, it's going... Uh, right away, there's some interesting things starting to happen just with that. We could get really weird with it and say, let's do a tritone substitution of the two chords. So instead of C minor, let's play tritone away from that would be G flat. So we could go... Right, that's the G flat. Okay, or we could play both tritone substitutions. So tritone sub of two and tritone sub of five, which would sound like this. That's the one chord and the four chord. So G flat seven, B seven, B flat major seven, E flat major seven, right? Because the melody is still in there, right? If we play that G flat seven, right? The, the melody note is now the 13th of the G flat seven. If I were to give one main rule for reharmonization, it would be this. It would be just make sure that the melody note is in the chord or is an extension of the chord, right? Uh, and now this could be taken a little bit far, of course. Like you could just say, well, you could technically play almost any chord as long as the melody note fits. And that's perfectly fine for reharmonization. But again, if you think about reharmonization as an extension of composition, right? Good composition has voice leading and melodic and harmonic movement and direction, right? So whatever you happen to choose for your chords, right? You want them to have some kind of method to the madness, right? Whereas like, for example, tritone substitution does. Like there is actual voice leading present in tritone substitution. Another reharmonization technique is adding more chord progressions to the series, right? So let's just say we're adding more two five chord progressions. So here's something that we could do. So again, the first three chords of autumn leaves are C minor seven, F seven, B flat major seven. But what if we reimagined it and said, let's start a chromatic half step above that C minor seven and start it actually with a D flat minor seven. So now it's D flat minor seven, G flat seven, C minor seven, F seven, B flat major seven. So the melody with the melody would sound like this. Right? So we have this quick moving two, five to one. So that's another reharmonization technique we can utilize. So the last reharmonization method I want to touch on here, I've kind of already alluded to it before, which is the idea of recomposition, where we're actually, you know, changing, if not all of the chords, some of the chords for completely new different chords than the original chords in the actual song. And the best way to do this, honestly, is a little bit of trial and error. So just like you were composing something. So let's just say there's the melody here. And I'm trying to ask myself, what chord can also harmonize with this melody note? Well, let's do a little digging. We find out that we can play an A flat minor seven chord. Now that's definitely not a C minor seven chord, but right, that note works. And let's say the next chord we want to do is a G7 alt chord, right? Because it actually still has that note in there, right? Playing the flat 13 in there now as the melody note, so. And it has some, some melodic harmonic movement to it, right? Like A flat minor seven to G7, you hear that? They're like, the voice leading is still there, so the chords are moving nicely. 
Now let's say we're going to keep moving in a downward motion with the chords, and let's play an F major 7 sharp 11. Okay, so now we're getting really modern and a little bit out there, but just listen to what it sounds like. Right, there's that. And then let's say we go to the E flat major 7 like we normally would in bar 4. So it sounds really interesting, right? One more time. That sounds pretty cool and interesting, but they're completely different chords than the original chords, right? You can do a bit of trial and error and just use some good composition practices to create good voice leading, good direction, and really trial and error just to see what sounds good to your ear. That's how reharmonization could work. So whether you're using more traditional methods like the tritone substitutions, um, sometimes you can even just simply... You know, a really simple reharmonization is just simply changing the quality of a chord. This actually happens in jazz standards all the time. So like a one, six, two, five, and C major, right? Well, the sixth chord, we can actually instead change that into a dominant seventh chord instead of a minor seventh chord. Well, to me, that's reharmonization, right? We call that a secondary dominant, by the way, in jazz. So instead of the two, or sorry, rather the six being a minor, it's now a dominant seventh chord, which which gives us some more gives us some more ideas actually in our improvisation when we add those dominant seventh chords instead of minor seventh chords in jazz creates more of a tension and resolution feeling which is something that pro jazz musicians are doing all the time so we can use reharmonization like that like just very simple changing qualities of chords we can do tritone substitutions, so very typical stuff. We can add more two fives, like I mentioned, or again, we can actually go into composition mode and just change out the chords entirely, as long as we're still sticking true to the melody and how that melody still sounds and plays into those chords. All right, so that's all for today's episode. Remember that knowledge without action isn't really knowledge at all. Remember that lots of practice time isn't near as good as just a little bit of really good practice time. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Don't want you to miss out on any of the great episodes we have coming out this week. There's actually some really good ones that I'm pretty excited to talk about. So make sure you subscribe. Don't want you to miss out. Uh, We'll see you next time. Happy practicing and cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.